the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fox is still the Gabby News Network. Yep, go to foxnews.com, and here's what you see at the top of the page. In large large letters, it says, quote, full-blown incident. And then underneath that, it says, quote, eyewitnesses describe aggressive Brian Laundrie encounter at restaurant before Gabby vanished. And below that, uh, there are these stories to click on if you'd like. Um, Brian Laundrie's neighbor reacts to Gabby Petito homicide confirmation. And then there's this one. Brian Laundrie's bedroom inside the home of America's most wanted man. And there's more than that. Uh, Brian Laundrie reportedly shared cryptic messages on Pinterest. Pinterest. And then this. Gabby Petito homicide will be challenging to tie to perpetrator, says forensic pathologist. Look, it goes without saying that this is a, a, a tragic story and that a young woman is dead who should still be alive. Everybody hopes that whoever killed her and the prime suspect is her fiance uh, should pay. But Fox is still leading the way in the media's embarrassing coverage of this story. We've talked about it a lot here in the last few days, unfortunately, and there's no reason to believe that anything's going to change anytime soon. Now everybody is being entertained by uh, stories about the search for the suspected killer. And Fox and the rest of the media know that this is getting them uh, ratings and clicks. There are some pretty uh, important and pretty newsworthy things happening around the world right now. Way too much attention and energy is being devoted to this story. Uh, And there's no end in sight. As I said, Fox should be embarrassed. Meanwhile, they're still piling up at the border in um, in Del Rio, Texas, down there. And there apparently is no end in sight there either. The Haitian immigrants apparently are actually people who have been living in Chile for the last few years, waiting for the right time to storm our border. And the right time, apparently, was January 21st when Joe Biden took over. So... When are these countries going to fix themselves so that we don't have to accept and then support the people who want to get out? Why don't they go to school and what we did here almost 250 years ago? We're going to talk about that when we come back. And in our second half hour, beware of the matriarchy. Stick around. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044 or stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the Radio Listener Specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, Mike's offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8000. 
800-716-8087 for these great specials. That's 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Kevin Downey Jr. is a columnist for PGA, PJ Media, and he's asked a question I've been asking for a long time. Uh, what's wrong with the people in Central and South America that they haven't figured out a political system that allows them to advance beyond the uh, 19th century? The headline of the piece is, The world has had 250 years to mimic our Constitution. And Kevin joins us now. Kevin, thanks for coming on. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. So, yeah, thank you. So, uh, what's the deal? Are they planning on waiting another hundred years or so before they decide, you know, whether maybe we might be onto something up here? You know, John, I don't think they're ever going to get on on board with this. I think uh, it's just never going to happen. It's all it's all laid out there. You can Google the Constitution. You can read our history. You can see why it works, and yet they don't do that. And I I I, I can't really figure out why. I can't put my finger on it. I. I think it comes down to the founding fathers who who knew that power corrupts, and they said, no, we're not going to be like that. And I, I, I really think that – I think the founding fathers saved us. I, George Washington could have been a king. He said, no, we just fought a king. Why would I be a king? I think it comes down to the founding fathers. Well, they're racist. Of course they <laughs> Of course they are. That's why they're going to take them off of our money. Yeah. Those racists who had those all those great ideas. Yeah, Um I'll get to that in a second, and more on the on the founding fathers. But but it's it's not like these countries aren't aware of what's going on. I mean, Mexican people are literally within walking distance of us, and uh, there are still people walking behind horse drawn carts and donkeys down there. It's amazing to me how how many time how many people have had to drop the ball south of the border. They can smell they can smell our constitution. They. They above anyone. I can almost see Eastern Europe not getting it because they're so far away, and they might even keep them from looking at certain things on the Internet like China does. But come on, guys. You're right here. You don't need to come over. Just do what we do. It's that simple. Yeah, and I, I've i been asking this question mostly to myself over the last few years. Um, what What is it that – I mean, look at Mexico – Mexico, I mean, it, it, you know, it doesn't have the exact same climate that we have, but it has the same climate as Texas and, uh, you know, Louisiana and everything on our southern border pretty much. Um, what, 
why wouldn't why why haven't they figured it out yet? Is it just corruption and and, it, and it's just this unending corruption and it's just one idiot followed by another? Not an idiot, but maybe a smart person who knows how easy it is to take control of everybody. I, I, I think you're right. I think that's what it comes down to. It gets back to the founding fathers who said they knew power corrupts. And the truth is they could have taken over this country. They could have said, all right, we chased the king out. Now we're going to run this. But they got together and they argued a lot. You know that. And they finally came up with something. And it worked. I mean, it's uh, whether it's working now is another another phone call. We can yeah. discuss that yeah. at some point. Yeah. Because I think they're chipping away the Constitution every minute of the day. But I, I, it was, I'm just stymied. How do they drop the ball so much? It's that easy. Though there is a difference in climate. Mexico has beaches that we don't have. And there's a dog barking at me. Yes. <laughs> I like dogs. That's okay. <laughs> I also think that it's I – think, I think it's the corruption. I think every time you get going somewhere, there's some idiot who goes, ah, I want a little more. Yeah. Well, we have 100,000 people coming in from Haiti, uh, which uh, shares an island with the Dominican Republic. And they're both backward countries. I've been to the Dominican – uh, and I haven't been to Haiti, but I know that the Dominican is heaven on earth compared to Haiti. What happened there? That is mind-boggling to me, especially considering Haiti got a jump. Haiti had France running them, and France, they had two-thirds of their, uh, of their financial interest coming out of Haiti back in the late 17, early 1800s, mostly sugar and coffee. They were making a ton of money, and then Haiti... Uh, untrained slaves. They were not trained for war. They killed almost everybody, and they had it all to themselves. And then their, I, I won't call him their George Washington, because he wasn't, uh, but a guy named Toussaint uh, Louverture, or something like that, he chased everyone out, and he said, all right, I'm in charge for the rest of my life. And that's when they went downhill. As soon as he got the power, he said, I'm keeping it forever. And then I think that's when it was over. And how they can't, I mean, they can't even look at Dominican Republic and go, whoa, yeah, they're doing something over there. Um, then again, their president just got assassinated. There is yet another coup. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, assassination seems like maybe that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I, maybe they ought to try that more often. I, I you know, uh, some <laughs> I of these. Agree. You know, I I don't know that much about the guy who was assassinated in Haiti, but uh, I think you could probably make a list of people who deserve to be assassinated in Central America and the Caribbean. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry to was, say that, but that's what should happen to you. Yeah, I think he was just the next scumbag in line. And yeah. someone said, all right, well, we got to take him out. But they don't ever seem to get 10 honest men who can say, all right, we're going to fix this. We're, we're, we're going to be as good as Dominican Republic. Right. They can't find anyone to do that. It's just, it's just bozo after bozo. So what do you do? Oh, let's go to South America and then make our way up into Del Rio, Texas. That's the answer. That'll work, yeah. Now, here's why I'm another bad guy, John, and I'm another racist white guy, because the way I see it, if these folks can't make things work in their country, why do we want them here? That's right. Well, not only that, uh, Kevin, and we're talking to Kevin Downey Jr., columnist for uh, PGA, PJ Media. Uh, not only that, we have people here in America who are in positions of power who think who would like to move the United States in their direction and they're and they're out there making the case and people are voting for them they're, they want oh. the country to our country to be more like them and and they're not laughed off the stage they're they're getting votes they're getting elected that's insane to me John I the only thing I can think of and I I still know a few people like this, and I try to talk sense into them, and of course it's a waste, so I don't talk to them much anymore. But there's this ridiculous, I'll call it white guilt, um, that just said, well, you know, our nation was founded on racism. No, it wasn't. Yes, slavery was here. It was bad. And you know what? We did away with it. We fixed what was wrong with us. Unlike some other nations I could say nearby, we found out what was wrong, and we fixed it. And you know what? A lot of people had to die for that to be fixed. This wasn't one assassination. The Civil War took almost, I think, 500,000 lives. Yeah, 600, yep. Well, 600, but we, we did it. And getting back for a second to, the, you know, to one tyrant following another, I use this reference all the time, and at the risk of you know, beating it to death, uh, are you, you are familiar with the movie Bananas, I'm guessing, because you're also a stand-up comedian, I should mention. <laughs> 
Um, did you see the movie Bananas? I did not. Okay, so then that's your assignment for tonight. Uh, okay. Find it and watch a Woody Allen movie. It's one of the funniest movies ever made. And there's a scene. There's some great scenes in it, uh, but it's it's a it's actually a movie that should be required viewing for everybody in Washington D.C. because there there's a Woody Allen plays a, a guy named Fielding Mellish, who lives in New York, and he he becomes infatuated with a, a revolution in a in a Central or South American country, and the story is about him going down there and getting involved in it, and. Um, there's a he he is just he's infatuated with this this rebel he's like a uh, a Che Guevara or a Fidel Castro type guy and he does everything he's supposed to do and there's there's fighting and all this stuff and at the end his his guy wins and takes over this South American country and uh Woody is standing there just gazing at him with uh, just with these uh, admiring eyes as he gives his first speech and the guy who Woody fell in love with and helped uh, overtake the country says, everyone must wash their underwear every day. And starting tomorrow, everyone, here I forget the name of the country, will wear their underwear on the outside. And Woody's like, oh my God, what did I, how could this possibly happen? This, this, he, he promised it was going to be better. And every time I see... These idiots keep replacing the idiots that they either assassinate or they get rid of one way or another. They replace them with another one. I think of that that scene in the movie because it's it's not it's actually not ridiculous. It's it actually was right on the money, and that was that movie was made almost fifty year, probably fifty years ago. That's hilarious. It is on the money, and uh, I don't know what it is. Power corrupts. Look at Puerto Rico. My my girlfriend's one hundred percent Puerto Rican. I'm not being a racist when I say this. Mm-hmm. They're they're a mess. All that money we sent down after that hurricane gone. Yeah, just gone. Yeah, it's 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 the corruption. I, I know a guy who moved here from Ukraine, and he's a truck driver. He said, as a truck driver, he was shaken down, and therefore he had to shake down other people. He would get the load there and say, "All right, you want it? It's going to cost you blank." Because I had to pay those guys to load the truck. Now you got to pay me. And you see corruption all over Puerto Rico. You say, I mean, we see it here in the United States. It's not like we're not corrupt. Oh, my God. Right. We can talk for days. For yeah. Days. Um, but I, I think corruption, we just had the benefit of great founding fathers. And I love the word founding fathers because they are fathers. They said this is how it will be. And they were good, stern fathers. I mean, I wouldn't argue with those guys. My dad was the same way. You do this, I'll break your head open. You know what? I never got in trouble because I didn't want my head broken open by my dad. Yeah, and, and and what about the climate uh, down there? Is it might might it just be impossible to have a free country where it never snows? Maybe that's an issue because can, <laughs> Canada's on our other border, and there's something different about the two places. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I you know what? I don't know what it is other than all right. I'll tell you this: Have you ever eaten dinner with someone who comes from a poor family? Because I have. And they eat like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they come these poor, large families, typically large, where you just, you filled your plate or you didn't get enough. And I think a lot of people think like that. I had a friend from Russia say, uh, you know, he brings over young teen uh, Russian boys and tries to keep them here for a summer. And he said at a dinner table, if they're bringing dessert and there's only two spoons on the table, the Russian boys will both aggressively grab a spoon thinking, well, there's no others. Mm-hmm. But as Americans, we go, we'll just get more spoons. It's not a problem. <laughs> I think some people grow up in this atmosphere of corruption and fear and whatnot, and they just never get away from it. I mean, but generations of Russians have lived that way. Yeah. When have they actually been free? I couldn't tell you. Well, there's a story. I don't know if it's apocryphal or not, but um, there's a story that uh, uh, I covered sports for a long time. There's a story about the NHL when the Russians started coming over here to play in the NHL. Uh, there's a story that go, that's gone around that there was a uh, one of the wives of the Russian players uh, went to the supermarket and she when she got there she immediately called her husband the player and said you got to get over here quickly we got to he she wanted him to come over and they wanted to buy a million dollars worth of food because she saw how full the shelves were. 
And she said, that, that can't, we've got to get some food here. This is all going to be gone. There's no way this is going to, you know, they, she couldn't believe that there was a supermarket with f- shelves full of food. And this was yes. not that long ago. This is in the mid-'80s, maybe, you know? Yes. My, my former mother-in-law moved here from Poland in the early-'70s, and she told me a story. The first time she went into a grocery store, she started sobbing because the shelves were full and there, were, there, weren't, there wasn't a two-hour line. She could not believe it. Yeah. And again, there are, there are people, uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and idiots like oh. her, who want us to move toward this, the old Soviet Union and toward Cuba and all the uh, ridiculous countries uh, south of our border. And they want us to be more like them. It, it, it's just insanity. It's so insane. Especially, see, here's why, in my opinion, she's a true Marxist. Didn't she get $10 million for her uh, autobiography deal just after taking office? She may she's have. Never, yeah, she's never going to be poor. She's a true Marxist. She's, a, mm. she's an enemy of the state. She's a horrible human being. And I don't even want to call her a human being. She's just a horrible being of some sort. But she's absolutely pushing us towards that. Though, like a true Marxist, she will never stand in a bread line. She will have her, her, her focaccia bread delivered. And yeah. we're fighting for Wonder Bread. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to have occurred to Democrats and, and Black Lives Matter uh, uh, enthusiasts that that having someone who is the same color as you isn't necessarily the answer, because all those black and brown people living under a bridge right now in Texas don't seem to be worried about leaving a country that is run by people of color to come to what they've been told, at least they will be told by people like Cortez and, and others uh, in the Democratic Party, they're going to be told that uh, this is a racist country and um, well, there's white privilege here that they're never going to have. And, that, you know, instead of being down at the border and telling them to stay home, they they are welcoming these people. And it hasn't they haven't gotten the clue yet that these people are leaving countries founded by and governed by people of color to come to a country that they they're going to be told is a racist white supremacist country. It makes no sense. <laughs> The only thing I can think of is why they're doing that is they want more voters to swing their way so that they can. I, I'm just going to I mean, I don't know where we, you stand on this. I think the Democrats are going for full on communism. And if they can bring some useful idiots in of any color, whether they're liberal white kids with pink hair or they're from, you know, somewhere south of the border, I think they're going to do it because I think their true aim is to destroy this country. Yeah, and um, I, I I wouldn't have believed that they want full-blown communism a couple of years ago, but uh, it's a lot easier to talk me into that now than it would have been back then. Uh, it's me almost too. Yeah. Hey, i got about a minute and a half left with uh, Kevin Downey Jr., a columnist for PJ Media, but you're also a stand-up comedian, and I can't let you go without asking you about Norm MacDonald, who died last week. I, I didn't realize how much he was revered by other comedians until he did die, what was it about him there that made him special and, and that so many comedians uh, came out and just they, they went crazy about what a, what a genius he was? You know what? I, uh, I can answer that because I, I was living in New York City when he was on SNL and we would Saturday Night Live and he would come to rehearse his jokes for the weekend update at the clubs. And we all knew it. So we'd all show up. Number one, the nicest guy on the planet, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Number two, Canadian. he wasn't afraid. Yeah, he was Canadian. He he wasn't afraid to offend people. He would he would try to get people to laugh at things that they normally thought they would not laugh at. And something that really bugs me is everyone that's that's honoring him now. I don't know if you know what's happened to stand up comedy, but it's it's gone full lefty. Everything is PC. There's there are words you can't even say, and I don't mean curse words or racist words. They're just words yeah. that are triggers. I know. And yeah. oh yeah yeah, in New York City, that's it. Boo boo, you're off stage. So these are the people. Like he, even though he got people to laugh at things they didn't think they'd laugh at, they're you know they're honoring him now. Although they do not do what he did, and that sort of makes me mad. I mean, he was worth honoring, but you know what? If you're going to honor him, then do what he does. Don't play the PC game. It's a joke. Take a joke and make a joke. Great point. Hey, Kevin, I'm out of time. I appreciate you coming on, Kevin Downey. Thank you. And he, thank you, John. Okay, that's Kevin Downey. You can find him at pjmedia.com, and I'll be right back. I'm John Scott. 
The Federal Reserve is signaling it may start raising its benchmark interest rate sometime next year, earlier than it envisioned three months ago, on a sign that it's concerned that high inflation pressures may persist. The World Health Organization says the number of new COVID cases continues to drop. Last week's drop marked the first substantial decline for more than two months, with falling COVID-19 cases in every world region. In its latest update on the pandemic released, WHO said there were major decreases in cases in two regions, a 22% fall in the Middle East and a 16% drop in Southeast Asia. The UN Health Agency said there were just under 60,000 deaths in the past week, a 7% decline. I'm Zeria Shakili. On Wall Street, stocks remain higher. The Dow up 287 points now. This is SRN News. Listener that stands out that I worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and, you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores. And just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park, Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access Federal or Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. AM 1250, The Answer. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. I'm going to explain again. Democrats can do whatever they want on taxes and spending and the debt limit. They've got the majorities. But first, they have to agree among themselves on what they want. There is no showdown between Republicans and Democrats in D.C. We will once again try and educate the American public. It's the Democrats on the next Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh Hewitt. Weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250, The Answer. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman... Estate administration isn't a side job, it's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Water damage to your home or business? Don't know what to do next? At Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh, we do. Demand the yellow van. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Has your home or business been damaged by fire, water, or storm? Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Some wisdom teeth can become impacted, which can lead to cysts, tooth decay, and gum disease. Wisdom teeth can cause crowding, painfully damaging adjacent teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination at myoms.org. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Well, it is a rainy mess out there this afternoon. 79 all tied up between Bridgeville and South Point Boulevard on the southbound side. Delays on the Parkway West inbound heavy from 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound 51 barely moving from Nobles Lane down to Library Road. Eastbound Fort Duquesne Boulevard is blocked with a water main break between Stanwick Street and 6th Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Tornado watch is in effect through late this evening. Tonight, cloudy and breezy, some rain at times, and a couple of thunderstorms this evening. Storms can be strong to severe, producing flooding downpours, damaging winds, even an isolated tornado. Later tonight, rain at times, maybe another thunderstorm. It'll be breezy and turn much cooler with a low of 53. Tomorrow, a passing morning shower, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy, dry in the Laurel Mountains, the high 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we have our first um, woman vice president. Most people would consider that good news, if not for the bad news that it's Kamala Harris. Uh, And unless you're crazy enough to think that the big guy is going to last three more years, you're probably ready for her to become our first woman president. Women have come a long way, baby. Uh, But is all the good news, is all the news good? Carmel Richardson is a writer and an editorial fellow at the American Conservative who has a column with this headline, Beware the Matriarchy. And she joins us now. Carmel, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Hi, yeah, thanks for having me. But here I was thinking it was the patriarchy we should be afraid of. Why should we fear the matriarchy? Yeah, well, it's it's a complicated issue for sure, but I think um, I think at the very least since feminism started, you know, several decades ago, we've seen more than a bouncing out, and I think we've seen kind of a reversal of the roles in power. And and how did men get to a point when women hold more jobs than men, which is where we seem to be now? Yeah, so I think part of it has to do with um, what the Wall Street Journal was talking about a little over a week ago. They had a very viral article that was talking about how um, women are outperforming men in college. And as we know, most white-collar jobs come from, you know, you need to have a college degree to get that get that career. And so if women are outperforming men in college, it, it seems to follow pretty logically that they're going to continue to not just outpace men in the number of jobs they hold, but so in the quality and um, seniority. Yeah, I had the writer of that, uh, that piece on my show. It was really good and, and kind of uh, surprising, the stuff that was in there about the numbers that, that uh, he had in there about what's happening on college campuses. But um, are women getting more college degrees at a time when the college degree has become officially overrated? I mean, there is, it's a good question, right? Because there are a lot of colleges that really aren't, um, aren't what they used to be. We can look at the Ivy Leagues and, you know, founded as Christian institutions, founded to really teach classical education. And as a student from Hillsdale, I can tell you, you know, what classical education actually looks like, and it's not what you see at Harvard. Um, But it is, we still have a strong correlation between people who have graduated from college or have some kind of higher degree and are getting higher paying jobs. That that correlation is not broken, at least not yet. Um, So the fact that men are not, not only doing poorly in college, but really not interested in college in larger numbers than we've seen before is indicative of, of a bigger problem. Yeah, what is that bigger problem? Well, it's that women are women are um, kind of taking over. <laughs> Everything. Um, I guess what I talk about in the article is we our society values feminine characteristics more than masculine ones, um, and we see that in you know what men are being taught in business school. They're taught to have kind of the softer leadership skills of interpersonal communication rather than what we see more traditionally and historically of men being entrepreneurial and almost just more aggressive is the word that generally comes out. Um, So that's one example. But it's also, you know, we see it in, like, our response to the pandemic. We have a lot of really small kind of managerial ways in which people are being restrained, and that is an indication of a more feminine response rather than an aggressive masculine one. Yeah, um, we're also being told that men can uh, get pregnant, uh, men menstruate. Um, that's uh, and and people are saying that people in positions of power are saying things like that with a straight face. That's that's pretty scary. Right. Well, and you think like the fact that we have more male CEOs and more male politicians. It seems, I guess, on a on a visual standpoint, that that would be. Oh, we still have a patriarchy. 
the reality that you're pointing out there is, you know, men are affirming these female things that if it were up to them, they would not be affirming. And that shows that our, our cultural consciousness is much more in line with a feminist point of view. Yeah, I grew up in a time when this wasn't an issue. It, uh, I actually uh, grew up in a time with the the um, the beginnings of the f- feminist movement. So um, I mean, so this is all. This would I didn't I didn't have to deal with this when I was in college. But I'm 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 wondering. You're a lot younger than I am. I see that you went to Hillsdale College. What do you what I mean? When did you start to notice this, or did you notice this, or, or do you have? In your life, have you had something to compare it to? I, I've been around long enough that uh, if I were going back to college today, I'd be able to compare it to when I went. But what about people of your generation? Sure, yeah. Well, and I think I think the way that it, it's most visible to me, really this last year has been probably the most outstanding um, example of it, just because, like, Again, with the mask, with the vaccine mandates, with the way that we see people responding to this pandemic, you know, you have panels of people who are talking about scientific scientific evidence, and um, it's just the scale of it is so it's so organized, it's so um, professional. None of which are bad things, but they are just genuinely more female traits, right? Like, you know, if we look back to even World War II, the way that something like this would have been handled just looks a lot different. No question. Um, so have women succeeded in feminizing men to the point that they're too weak to assert themselves anymore? Um, that, I think that remains to be seen. I think we still have men who are asserting themselves, but I think our culture doesn't want that to be the case, right? Like, And I talk about this in the piece, women are kind of seeing the failures of men and and they're not interested, um, which is a big fallout. Um, but we also see, you know, men in a large, a large percentage of the young male population addicted to pornography and to video games and drugs. And the, the fallout there is, is that men are, and I don't know, yeah, it, it remains to be seen, I think, if they can, they can push back from that um, and overcome again. Yeah, uh, I just, uh, it, I mean, is it, could it be as simple as, as that, and I don't mean this in a in a uh, critical way necessarily, because it's just kind of the way things happen, but are there, are, are there is, is, the, is there no balance now in uh, schools between the number of female and male teachers, and are boys most likely to go through, uh, I don't know, first through eighth grade being taught by almost solely women? Yeah, no, I think that's the case. Um, and it's interesting too, as you're as you're pointing out, the the shift towards femininity is a lot heavier um, in the younger age than we see in like older grades, and um, it seems to have a significant impact early on. And then you know once once that is set in place, it's you know I guess it doesn't need as much um, reinforcement, but. I think I do think men can push back, and I think there I think there are ways in which we can balance that. Some people have talked about, you know, bringing back, for example, female-only spaces and male-only spaces to kind of preserve the integrity of um, of the sexes, and you know the the differences which make them complementary, and rather than you know one dominating the other. But it's difficult. And especially when our politics seem to kind of fall on gender lines a lot more than they ever did, it's, it's kind of frightening to see. I went to a, a high school reunion just um, a week ago, uh, last Friday, and um, it was an all-boys school, Catholic uh, high school. And sitting at a table with a bunch of guys, I, a- I actually asked, I said, do any of you guys regret not going to school with girls, do you ever think, would would you ever change it? Not one of them said they would. Not one. You would think that, you know, guy, 15, 16-year-old boys would be, like, dying to have girls in class with them, but none of, <laughs> none of these guys, I mean, we used to have our tongues hanging out when somebody's grandmother would come in, but but we, we you know, no, nobody, 
just nobody in that group that I saw last week said that they would do it differently. I, I don't know if that would happen now. Yeah. And we were allowed well, like, to be I, guys, you know? Yeah. I think I think it's, it's indicative that there is something going on with women. And I don't know if it's necessarily just because women and men are in the classroom together. I don't, I don't know if we can reduce it just that, but I do think there's, it's noticeable, right? Like in, if you look at a classroom, I look at, you know, some of my younger siblings who are in class, my younger brother in class is women, and the women are always the ones answering the questions. You know, they have their organized notebooks. We have our, our yeah. colored pens and some of us have highlights. And, like, you know, all, all good things, but the classroom is oriented to, to prefer those kinds of um, those kinds of efforts rather than, you know, a more masculine effort. And we have, we've done studies on, you know, men seem to develop a little bit later than women as far as um, their academic capabilities. They're probably more developed in other places. Um, it just, but it seems to me that the system prefers the female, um, the female skill set. Yeah, and what, something that I notice, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, I've been noticing it for a long time. Effeminate gay men are celebrated all the time. Uh, movies, TV, commercials even. You have, um, you even have um, uh, drag queen uh, story hour for kids. But you, you don't see masculine, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to use the word butch, but masculine gay women in the same situation that being celebrated. And that, to me, is kind of a subtle message that uh, women are good, men are bad. The more men can be like women, the more attractive they are to everybody. Uh, do you notice that same thing? And it happens in, in, in movies, TV, commercials? Yeah, and I think, I think part of that is just because, I guess, feminine virtues are more attractive to the eye. Women are, by nature, more aesthetic creatures. But I also think... Um, women are taking on masculine traits, even if we don't portray it in, in culture. Um, and that's why, that's one of the reasons that they're getting ahead. Like we see more women being aggressive. And I think we celebrate, um, you know, aggressive behavior from women in social media, for example, you know, if we see, we see a black woman clapping back over, you know, whatever conflict on social media, we celebrate that and we say, Oh, she's, you know, she's being herself, she's being empowered, whatever, whatever. And I don't, I think, I think that is part of this process is we are turning women into men and men into women. Yeah, and uh, when I was a kid, no one was telling me to develop my feminine side, uh, and I'm glad uh, I didn't have anybody telling me that. Who started that trend, and are women ever asked to develop their masculine side? Yeah, you know, I haven't, um, in my experience, ever been told to develop the masculine side, and maybe that's why I'm writing articles like this. Um, (laughs) I do think um, there's a general tendency to, we really like to see, especially since the sexual revolution, we love to see a woman doing something that a man has been doing for generations. Mm -hmm. It's seen as history. Um, So women in sports, it's probably the biggest example. It's just so thrilling to our society to celebrate a woman who's doing these feats of physical ability. And so I think we are celebrating masculinity in women. I don't think we encourage it as consciously as we encourage it in um, femininity in men. But in men, it's like I mentioned, it's in business school. It's in um, just in like parenting advice. Um, you know, mothers are told to tell their sons that it's okay to cry and it's okay to embrace your emotions. And again, not inherently bad things, but there's, there's a balance to be struck. And I think we've, we've pushed it too far. I only have a little bit of time left here. I hope you have enough time to answer this question, but this is something I've been thinking about also, uh, especially with everything that's going on in Afghanistan and the Taliban taking over. And you see how women are treated by the Taliban. And it occurred to me that that is an example of what it could be for women all over the world if men decided to take advantage of their physical strength advantage and just make women do what they say that they want them to do. Should men be given some kind of credit around the world for not taking advantage of that and not being the Taliban? Yeah, 
Because that's what it could be everywhere if men wanted it to be that way. I mean, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest um, responses to my article and to the research that's been done lately on the feminization in higher education is that, you know, men, men have allowed this to happen to themselves. And if they want, they can push back and they haven't. Um, and I think there are, there are some, there are obviously, you're pointing out some virtues to that. We don't want to go full Taliban. We do not want to have women enslaved in any kind of way like that. But I do think that doesn't mean that men have to go the other way either. And no. I'll be effeminate, gay, whatever. Yeah, but the point, a- point for me is that they could. If, men could if they wanted to, and they don't. It's a matter of, it's a universal, almost universal restraint that's uh, taken place for hundreds of years. You know, the Taliban just haven't gotten a clue yet. I'm uh, I'm out of time, Uh, Carmel. I really appreciate you coming on the show. People can, where can people find the piece? Yeah, you can find it at theamericanconservative.com. Okay. Thanks for having me. All right, Carmel Richardson, americanconservative.com. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? Oh, hi, son. I thought I'd sing for the Legacy Box commercial. No, Dad, I want you to talk about Legacy Box, how it's the best way to digitize your family's home movies and photos. But there's no extra charge for singing. Thank you, but people need to understand that we can take old photos, VHS tapes, even film, and transfer them to DVD, thumb drive, or a digital download. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S., Don't worry, I'll cover all that. Legacy Box, Legacy Box, the best way to digitize home movies and photos so that they aren't lost. Proud of my son and his Legacy Box. Time's almost up. From sea to shining sea. Okay, I'll just read the rest of the ad then. Legacy Box is the best and easiest way to digitize your home movies and photos. Save 40% right now when you go to LegacyBox.com slash LBox. That's 40% off at LegacyBox.com slash LBox. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part. 
Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Lens S and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Lens S. Learn more at lensess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Avian Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Uh, tonight, just for laughs, um, go to YouTube. And if you haven't seen the movie Bananas, just uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And maybe I talk about it too much here. Uh, maybe a few times. Anyway, um, this scene with Howard Cosell, Don Dumphy opens the movie. He's one of the great boxing announcers of all time. And he says, Howard Cosell is standing by at the palace. And the dictator comes out and he's assassinated on the steps. And Howard goes up, he fights his way through the crowd, he goes he goes up to the, he says, El Presidente, obviously you're upset. When did you know it was over? <laughs> and he's laying there dying. So that's just one of the great scenes. Another one, he's in charge, he's, he's been, he joins the revolution, uh, the revolutionaries and he, uh, the rebels, and he is sent to a restaurant in town to get lunch. And he goes in and he says, um, in the Woody Allen voice, I need uh, 356 tuna sandwiches, two on rye. And he goes through the whole menu and then they all come out and he's got the bags and he's holding them up saying, who had the two on rye and the revolution? It's just, you have to watch it. But it's it's a tremendous movie. He, he, um, he, he defends himself when he's on trial. And there's a scene where he actually uh, questions himself. And he he sits in the jury box, uh, in the witness stand, and then he asks himself a question, and he answers it. He gets out, shuts the gate, and then he actually uh, badgers himself as he's testifying. Just check it out. It's It's funny. I think it's really funny. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.